0: The minister cites the fact that she actually has the discretion to grant immunity in special circumstances, and those who object to that situation say it's a dereliction of duty, especially with regards to the SAP's obligation to protect citizens of this Mm -hmm. country. Um, Is there one that supersedes the other? The discretion that the minister is claiming to
1: exercise is fairly wide, particularly as it has effect in the foreign sphere, that is the, the relationship of South Africa with other states. Generally, courts will try not to get involved there, as we saw when we had a group of South African children involved in prison so many years ago. Um, the Constitutional Court does not want to tell the government what to do, but I think there are reasons why this one's different. For one thing, the discretion of a minister is wide, but it's not untrammeled. Every discretion is exercised within the law. Um, For another, the idea of granting diplomatic immunity retrospectively is a date from practice, I've not been able to find an instance of it. There may be some that I've missed, but it doesn't make sense because the whole rationale behind diplomatic immunity is to enable some joint cooperation to take place. So uh, it will be granted in advance, either to a normal diplomatic station or to a specific envoy coming to deal with a specific project. And it's done for the sake of that project and for the sake of international collaboration. It's not done to please a tyrant. It's done for some legitimate lawful purpose between the two countries. Now, if the diplomatic immunity is granted after the assault, just when Great Mugabe has in fact already gone home, then it clearly wasn't granted for anything she's going to do. It was granted to let her get away with assaulting a South African.
0: So when she and says, when the minister says a, a part of her uh, considerations, including relevant factors, and she talks about legal considerations, including derivative immunity of spouses of heads of state, what is that? Is it because I, perhaps it's lost to us because of exactly the is a
1: stretch. Um, there is no derivative immunity of. Uh, spouses of heads of state, certainly not in our legislation, and I've not been able to find a strong customary position on it. So our legislation does provide for what you call derivative immunity, it does provide for immunity for the families of diplomats and the families of consuls. It does not provide for immunity for the family of heads of state. That's a different kind of immunity. It's
0: called what's the, immunity. What's the differentiation? Why would you have uh, for families of diplomats and not for heads of state? I'm just trying to understand uh, because the application. they come and
1: live in the country. They have to bring their families with them, settle down and do their job here on a day-to-day basis so the whole family is covered. Heads of state come for a short visit and then they go back home. So but, the kind of coverage that diplomats and consul need, consul need is different for the diplomatic service and the consular service to carry on. But our, our legislation expressly grants immunity to the family of diplomats and consuls. It does not say anything about immunity of the family of heads of state. It expressly says that heads of state have immunity, and it doesn't talk about the family. So it's pretty easy to read from that that our legislation does not recognise derivative immunity for the spouse of a head of state. And the international practice is not is not strong enough to say there's a rule of custom international law granting spouses of head of state to an immunity. Some states grant it expressly, but some do not. Mm.
0: So then there are questions raised about the actual document. There are those who say if you look at when the document was drawn up, it says the yes. 20th of August and then it's signed 19th of August. Would that challenge its legality, even yes. though it's being presented? Well, I think it would,
1: because it um, places a serious question mark over the requirement of something being in the interest of the public. It's in the interest of the republic to facilitate diplomatic exchanges um, that are going to assist the country somehow. What you do before they happen, you don't do it because somebody is going to beat somebody else up. You you grant the, the diplomatic status to facilitate the diplomatic exchanges. If you've granted diplomatic status when the visit is over, then you are not granting it, to allow for diplomatic exchanges. You're granting it to allow a woman to get away with beating somebody up. And um, you can put an allegedly in there if you want, but the, the, the woman certainly was beaten. Uh, Grace Mugabe has said that she, she um, she's on record as having said that she did it. So this is something that under the rule of law, she should
0: face up to in a court of law. Senior lecturer in public law at the University of Cape Town, right. Professor Cathy Powell,